This is a KSHSAA production. First down from the 17 is where they mark it officially. Here's Hancock breaks back at the 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Jaden. Down to the other end, misses, shot won't go up the gun, and Eudora comes from way behind and goes crazy. All right, welcome back to another edition of the KSHSAA podcast. I'm Jeremy Holiday, and we just wanted to jump right into the show here today, and we bring in Brent Unruh of our office here, who just had the Sports Medicine Advisory Committee. Uh, Brent, this is the second meeting that we've had with this committee, so how do you think things are going and how it went? Things are going really well. That's kind of our second official meeting, like you said, and we've got a really good group of people made up of some physicians and athletic trainers across Kansas, along with um, representatives from uh, coaches and uh, athletic directors and school nursing. So it's, it's group's going really well. What we want to do with Brent today is just kind of, they just met on April 20th, and we wanted to just go over some highlights of that meeting and what they talked about. Um, if, if you want to go back and listen to the previous meeting, I believe we discussed with Brent earlier about what was on the agenda, so go back and find that podcast as well but this this year this meeting April 20th uh, I guess the first thing we'd like to maybe talk about is the anyone can save a life program yeah this is something we talked about with our committee um, this is not a program that we've designed or developed but it's a program that's going to be coming out through the National Federation uh, this summer and what it is is it's a program that will give schools kind of a map or a template as to how to put together good emergency action plans and to how, how to get coaches and students trained in CPR and AED um, responses and things of that nature. Um, so for it's, it's a good thing for school administrators to kind of keep their eyes open for this summer because you're going to be getting some information on this and you'll be receiving that program. Um, and it's going to be a really important um, aspect of your athletic uh, departments to implement if you can. Um, just to have just to have better comprehensive emergency action plans in place. And if we move on down the agenda, uh, maybe some some heat and hydration. We had we've had always had um, some recommendations or requirements involved with this aspect, but uh, this meeting you guys dove into a little bit more, maybe to adjust or review some items. Yeah, I wanted the committee to take a look at um, the current information that we have out there with our heat and hydration information that we have on the website. And we took a look at it and found some things that we can add um, to hopefully just put some better, more current information out there for the schools to use as you develop your heat plans um, for this coming year. Um, and then kind of along those lines, we also talked a lot about heat acclimatization and, um, you know, what kind of, of standards maybe need to be in place just to ensure that, these, that the kids are, are gradually acclimatizing to this warm weather uh, during the early season practices. So we had a really good discussion about that and looked at some things, and that'll be a continuing discussion we have um, as we move forward to see if there's things we can, we can do better um, for our kids and for our schools. Along those lines, I know when we when we talk about heat acclimatization, some people just think maybe the cross countries or the soccer's or the outdoor things, but it also we also want to make sure we keep in mind the indoor things as well. Exactly. There's a lot of unair conditioned gyms in Kansas and so with those volleyball players that are in there in August, you know, getting ready for their season, um, there's a lot of uh, awareness that needs to take place there in terms of heat safety. Uh the, we talked about several other things on the agenda. Uh, with the sports medicine committee, but one thing that sounds like we're trying to maybe jump into somewhere along the lines is, is supplement energy drink education for athletes and coaches for our schools. 
Yeah, I think kind of uh, maybe more of a little bit of a long-term goal of this committee is to try to put together some good, you know, educational content for our schools, um, really just in terms of good, general, healthy sports nutrition. And along those lines, you know, um, with the increase in, in use of nutritional supplements and just the increase in availability of energy drinks, just to make sure schools and students understand, you know, the dangers of those and, and just how to, you know, use nutrition to, to help them out. I, th- I came in the tail end of a conversation of this meeting. I was kind of in and out. I believe there's a big conversation about chocolate milk. Is that true? That's right. That's right. You know, if you have a good balanced diet, there is really no need at all for for nutritional supplements. And, you know, if you're trying to get that extra boost of protein and extra boost of carbohydrates and energy, um, milk and peanut butter can be two of your best friends. Uh, Last thing we'll talk about in along with this agenda that you guys went through that day is is baseball arm care. It's something that I've uh, closely uh, paid attention to as being the baseball administrator for the office. Um, and it's something that's definitely in the spotlight throughout the nation is uh, kids that are getting uh, Tommy John surgery, just, just to put it out there, uh, before they even are hurt or just the fact that Tommy John surgery has increased so much over the last 10 years. I think the stat was there was more Tommy John surgeries in Major League Baseball last year than the whole ni- 1990s. So um, it's 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 definitely a spot like that. I wanted to introduce to the sports medicine committee, and and we talked about it a little bit, but there's so much out there that's kind of still uncertain with it. Yeah, it's something that we'll continue to look at. Uh, the committee will continue to look at for sure. Um, you know, there's always the question of pitch counts as to whether or not pitch counts are necessary at the high school level, and I know the National Federation will be looking at that too uh, this summer at a, at a meeting they're having that Jeremy will be at. Um, so that's something we'll keep an eye on and see if there's anything that, you know, we, we need to be getting into there. Um, and then just looking to it, just general arm care and, and arm conditioning. You know, what are some of the best ways to get an arm ready for the season? Um, so we're not putting kids in a situation where, you know, they're forced to do too much too soon. Well, that's a good uh, review of what went on uh, on April 20th there with the Sports Medicine Advisory Committee. You can see that they cover a variety of different topics from the Anyone Can Save a Life program with AEDs and more education that maybe we'll push out to the schools, heat and hydration, acclimatization, supplements, and then also just actual sport injuries and and how we, what we can do to better uh, prevent those or, or get better education-wise for our schools. So. Uh, Brent, I appreciate you guys putting this committee together, and it gets better each meeting. It's going really well, and I think it's a great resource for this association, and hopefully we can help out the schools and students. Well, there you have it. A quick highlight of what the Sports and Medicine Advisory Committee talked about on April the 20th, and thanks to Brent Unruh for coming in and and giving us the details. Uh, Just one more thing to talk about on the podcast here today is uh, we do have a board of directors meeting coming up May 1st, and that agenda is online, Keisha.org. And just a couple highlights from that agenda. There are a number of handbook rules that are just getting language uh, added into them, and that will be voted on as to whether to put them in the handbook. For example, the Rule 18 transfer rule, it's always been interpreted that if a military family moves, uh, that kid is eligible to be immediately eligible um, if the circumstances uh, call for it. but it was never exactly in there word for word in the handbook. And so we've, in accordance with the KSA 72-60C01, which basically is saying what we've already interpreted all these years. So that 
that's just an example of some of the clarification to some handbook rules that will be voted on. And another one that is going to be of, of note is the Lyon County League has proposed a classification change as far as with the 1A schools, as far as putting those 1A divisions, there's two divisions in 1A, putting them back together. So that will be voted on as well in the board of directors meeting. There's a few other things in there as far as regarding certain sports, uh, the football uh, limitation contact um proposal as far as uh, limiting contact or defining what contact is in the air, bags, control, thud, and live action. Uh, that will be voted on as well on May 1st as far as whether we're going to start um, limiting the contact and practices per week and and some game limitations as well. Um, so that will be voted on May 1st. And then, like I said, go to Keisha.org to get uh, some other information on what the agenda items hold for that meeting. However those votes turn out in the board of directors meeting on May 1st, uh, I will report those to you on the next podcast and we'll sit down with how those changes could affect the schools and what the future could hold for the membership of the KSHSAA. Thanks for tuning in this, this week on the podcast and we'll see you next time.